0: If you enjoy Work It, please consider visiting spookymag.com forward slash subscribe to support the show. Come on, you know we're good for it.
1: Welcome to Work It, a show about work. This is a work of satire containing mature themes. Pour le service en français, appuyez sur le 1. For writer and performer Sam Ellemang, please press 2. For writer and performer Janet Moad, please press 3. For a measured and insightful discussion of this option is unavailable. For a comedic look at generations featuring our typical millennial cynicism and resentment of boomers, please stay on the line.
0: Welcome to episode 34 of Work It, where we're looking at the generation gap at work millennials versus boomers versus zoomers versus an infant listening to rumors. And while I'm just playing pop music here, and while we're talking generation gaps, I'd like to get something off my mind. In the Wipers song No Generation Gap, does Greg Sage say he could write a long, long novel about the situation that presents?
2: presents.
0: Or does he, as I suspect, try to say persists but says the nonsense word presists instead? In which case, I am skeptical that he could, in fact, write a long, long novel. Anyway, here's the show.
1: Hello everyone, welcome to the busy streets of downtown Westdale. We're here talking to members of various generations to see if we can find some common ground.
0: To begin, we want to know what they think about expanding labor rights for gig economy workers. Let's start with a baby boomer.
1: I'm sorry dear, can you repeat the question?
0: What do you think of expanding labor rights for app-based gig workers?
1: Deary, I haven't the faintest clue what that means.
0: You know, for Uber Eats and stuff.
1: Oh, those bicycle delivery fellows. They're worth less than the dirt under my feet. I chase them with my car for sport. Would you like a candy? Let's see what a millennial has to say.
0: (sighs) Listen, you tell them I'm 38 years old, with two master's degrees, and a dog. And Uber's delivery is the only work I can get.
1: Some people worry that it'll make costs go up or will scare away business.
0: Please, tell them I need a contract.
1: Even if fair labor practices hurt Uber's bottom line?
0: Look, I got 15 minutes to deliver this Starbucks muffin to a mansion in Westdale Heights or my rating's gonna go... Way down. It was real nice talking to you.
1: I got another one! Let's see what the Silent Generation thinks. Coming this month to CHAM Westdale Channel Four and a Half, it's Generation Showdown, the game show that pits boomers against zoomers.
3: You'll never match wits with me, Snowflake!
1: Lay off the Cialis, Gramps! The blood's leaving your brain! Featuring trivia!
3: Name a musician who is remotely good. Joni Mitchell!
1: I hope I go to heaven so I see you once again. The obstacle course. I'm not in the right headspace to run an obstacle course right now.
3: Can't you see I'm watching golf?
1: And the swimsuit competition.
3: How do I look?
1: Grandpa! I said lay off the Cialis! Generation Showdown. Coming soon to Cham.
0: Hey, what's wrong with you, Janet?
1: Sam, show us so much work. I want to reflect on last week's election and the details of its aftermath, which are of course well-known at the time of this conversation, but I've got all this dumb Work It stuff to do.
0: Truly, the events of the election that happened a week and a half before this episode airs are worth reflecting on.
1: Yes. Anyway, what's wrong with you?
0: Oh, I just wish Work had, had more cross-generational appeal. We're a huge hit with millennials, but older people hate us.
1: Say.
0: Are you thinking what I'm thinking?
1: Let's quit work it and have our free time back.
0: Oh, um, I was thinking we should hire a baby boomer intern to help us with all this work and help us appeal to an older audience. Oh. In fact, I have a great candidate waiting outside. I'll call her in for an interview. Hey, Brenda sorry to keep you waiting
1: oh it's nothing my dear a little frostbite never hurt anyone
0: great brenda meet janet and janet this is brenda the woke boomer i met her on the bus
1: yes it's true i'm very woke and i only take public transit save our planet so you want to be an intern with us brenda oh yes I'd love a community-minded project for my golden years. Oh, incidentally, I make the most delicious jello salads. Ew. Ew. Eat up, you two. Oh, that's pretty good. Very edible. I do need the recipe from you.
0: Now, Brenda, we've got a few questions. You know that Work It is a pretty progressive show. In what way are you, Brenda? A woke boomer.
1: Well, for starters, you know, I would have voted for Obama a third time. Are you American? No.
0: Um, any other examples?
1: Well, you see, I strongly believe that diversity is our strength. Okay, well, that's... Yes, I tell that to the nice man at the grocery store every day, so he knows I'm on his side.
0: Oh, no. Uh, we're looking for more, like... Tangible actions. Maybe you donate to a worthy cause.
1: You know what I like to do when I want to be diverse? I get shawarma. Ever heard of that? I don't like it much, you know, too much flavor. But they're always so surprised to see someone like me being diverse. Brenda. That's another thing I tell the nice man at the grocery store. Diversity is our strength and sometimes I get shawarma. Now, I'm not sure where he's from, one of those countries. Brenda,
0: I'm not sure this is going to work out.
1: Oh, isn't it? Wait, Sam, I don't feel so good.
3: Janet, what's happening?
1: Oh dear, it would be a shame if I... Poisoned the jello salad? Uh, you poisoned us? Uh. Yes, with the two of you out of the way, at last I can take over your awful show. The world will get a brand new work it a palatable one. But, but why? Because what society needs is unchallenging centrist messages. Up the status quo! Up the boomer friendly content! Oh no! Farewell. Orchid. <laughs> All too easy. Now, let's see. First order of business is to call up the Lincoln Project.
0: Not so fast, Brenda.
1: <gasps> Sam! But. But there was enough strychnine in that jello to kill a rhinoceros! I tested it!
0: Ah, uh, but that's where you made your fatal baby boomer error. You didn't check our dietary restrictions, and you see, I'm a vegan. And? And jello has gelatin in it! So? So gelatin is made from animal products! Anyway, I only pretended to eat it.
3: Now it's time to take out the boomer trash. <coughs> 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 <coughs>
0: <coughs> <coughs> ow! 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 Hey, that hurts! Oh, if only Janet were still alive to protect me.
1: Never fear, Sam. <gasps> Janet! But, but surely you're not a vegan, too. No, but I've developed a strychnine tolerance from years of eating pesticides.
0: I hoped you were, I mean, I thought you were dead.
1: Just an unrelated illness from some arsenic I also ingested today. Now then, have at you, Brenda. Ugh. Oh, capoeira, kick, oh, oh,
2: oh,
1: Arr. All right, you win. Work it can go back to broadcasting those socialist fart jokes. For now, the center will rise again.
0: Wow, Janet, that was close, but at least now we can go back to devoting every moment of our spare time to this show. Oh no. Arsenic? Yes, please. Nom, nom, nom. Mm -hmm, Good arsenic. And now for bulletins from the CFMU News Desk. First, the headlines.
1: Panic turned to delight at a rogue Tim Hortons with the release of their new flesh donut.
0: Mayor Finds Wallet loses election.
1: Westdale mathematician invents number.
0: And now to sports.
1: I recently caught up with the members of the Westdale Tiger Dogs ahead of their big game against the students of Westdale Primary to decide the OCFL, or Other Canadian Football League Championship. Simone, after a devastating fumble last game, your teammates shot an arrow in your chest with a crossbow. How does it feel? It's still in my heart. It still hurts. It still hurts. And I feel like the only way for me to be able to remove that feeling is to win one with my teammates. Dane, in addition to being a quarterback, you've also broken into producing films. Your first feature opens this Friday. Tell us about *Glee* too.
3: We, I'm saying we as in guys that weren't there, guys that are young like me, we can learn from past experiences. There's no reason why we have to repeat the same mistakes and learn from it. So,
1: Orlando, you've faced criticism for your recent song cycle, North Korea, The One True Nation. Care to comment? Uh,
0: I know their leader very well. <laughs>
1: Will the tiger dog's can-do attitude be enough to defeat Mrs. Murphy's grade 2 class on Sunday? In this reporter's opinion, no.
0: Thank you, Janet. And now for the weather. It's a little cold out. Not like cold, cold, but not super warm either. I'm wearing a hoodie and I'm fine. My body temperature's kind of weird, though. You'll probably think it's cold, actually, but uh, maybe not.
1: Thank you, Sam. This has been the CFMU News Desk. And now, back to Work It.
0: 10. Nine,
3: eight, seven, six, five, four, three, two, one, zero.
1: We're back on the streets of downtown Westdale hearing from different generations about important issues.
0: Let's see what people have to say about moving to a four-day work week. We'll start with a baby boomer.
2: A four day work week? Reprehensible. Back before I retired, I worked 17 hour days, six days a week, and it never did
0: me any harm.
1: Wasn't that in violation of labor laws?
0: What else was I gonna do with my time? Ooh, spend it with my wife, trying on brassiers and negliges. Ooh la la, fancy boy. Let's see what a Gen Xer has to say about a four day work week.
1: Oh my god, one more night a week to get my drank on with my ladies. Wine moms assemble.
0: So you'd use the extra day off to recapture lost youth.
1: Honey, this ass and these fillers say I'm 53 going on 20. How about a threesome? Ugh. Well... Let's hear from Gen Z now.
0: Wow, a four-day work week. Um, does that mean parents performing unpaid labor in the home get three days off, too? Does that mean shift workers in the hospitality industry can spend 20% less time serving the pampered elite and still earn the same wages?
1: Oh, I just meant, like, normal work.
0: Oh cool, cool, cool. So we're gonna keep normalizing salaried work in corporate offices as the only real kind of work. Cool, cool, cool. Very cool. I see.
1: Look, kid, no one is more progressive than me on this show. Got it? Give me that mic! Ow! What are you, fascist? (laughs) Not me!
0: Now let's hear from the silent generation.
1: Now it's time to hear your thoughts on boomers versus millennials.
0: Let's go to the phones. Line one, you're on with work it.
1: I've got no problem with boomers, zoomers, Laura Loomers, but what I really don't get is humor.
0: You and us both, caller.
1: Caller 2, you're on the
0: air. I actually like to think of myself more as a Willennial.
1: And what's that exactly? It's basically a millennial with a Will Smith reference. Thanks for the call. West, Jim West, test.
0: Caller 3, welcome to Work It!
4: Yes, this is Dr. Bertram Farber calling.
1: No!
0: The Bertram Farber.
4: Dr. Farber, yes. My goodness, welcome to Work It, Dr. Farber. Thank you, always happy to discuss this topic.
1: For our listeners, Dr. Farber is one of Westdale's top researchers, and his specialty is this very subject, the empathy gap between boomers and millennials.
0: Dr. Farber, for the benefit of our listeners, please tell us about your research.
4: I wanted to prove that all these groups needed to become more empathetic was to walk a mile in each other's shoes.
1: And how did you test this?
4: I just told you.
0: What do you mean, exactly?
4: What do you mean, what do
0: you mean? I literally just told you. Sure, so metaphorically, you had them walk a mile in each other's shoes, but what did you actually, you know, do?
4: Well, like I said, We made them walk a mile in each other's shoes. I really can't be any clearer. No, seriously? A truly pioneering study. We invited 50 boomers and 50 millennials to the lab for a paid experiment. And when they got there, we made them swap shoes.
1: And then what?
4: We made them walk around the parking lot.
1: So they literally walked a mile in each other's shoes? At first, yes.
4: But the results were inconclusive, so they kept walking. Two miles, three miles, four hundred! Four hundred miles? Oh my god! They were whining, when do we get paid? And I need to get back before my family reports me missing, babies.
0: How did you even convince them to stick around that
4: whole time? I pointed to the study's scientific merit.
1: Well, that's good, I guess.
4: Oh, and I had a gun.
1: You threatened their lives? Oh yeah,
4: that's the great thing about guns. Oh my God. Some good it did. I remember this one old crone crying about how her ankle was hurt from the Birkenstocks she was wearing. But when I asked her to rate her empathy levels, she just passed out. Yeah, thanks a lot, lady. Big help for science.
1: The poor woman.
4: So you had millennials and boomers walking around, passing out, and then what? You sent them home? In science, you have to be persistent. Did Albert Einstein discover space on his first try or his 101st try?
1: I'm pretty sure he didn't discover space.
4: After this failure, we moved on to the second phase. Perhaps they needed to really live as one another.
0: Well, how'd you do that?
4: We made the boomers stay up all night, drinking PPR and posting memes. And for the millennials, we cuffed each of them to a walker and force-fed them mush.
1: And this experiment lasted one night, did it?
4: Janet, did Isaac Newton invent apples on his very first try? Or his hundred and first try?
1: Oh, for God's sake.
4: No, I made them drink beer and eat slop for four months. And the
0: police never came looking for them or anything? Are you kidding me? The Westdale
4: police couldn't catch a cold.
1: Well, Dr. Farber, I think I speak for both of us when I say this is absolutely criminal and I'm calling the police.
4: Uh, Report work it for dorky interview questions while you're at it.
1: Why, I never.
0: I just hope our city services can help these millennials and boomers
4: heal from this. Interesting, perhaps I could have.
1: What, you mean you didn't release your subjects to healthcare professionals to recover?
4: That's not a bad idea now that you come to mention it. But no, I just put them in my science cave. Your science cave? It's just this cave in Westdale Bog where I put all my dumb old science crap. I'm sure they're fine.
0: Okay, Dr. Farber, before we let you go, what conclusions did you end up with after all your terrible
4: work? I have concluded that boomers are about 60 years old, but millennials are about 30 years old.
1: Okay, well, it's been awful talking to you, Dr. Farber, and I hope you rot in jail. You'll never take me
4: alive, coppers. For science!
1: Once upon a time, there was a happy little tech company called Gold and Locks Limited. One day, Mr. Gold, or possibly Mr. Locks, went to a middle manager and said,
0: Middle manager, I want you to go out into the workforce and find some new staff, but make sure to recruit from an age bracket that's well suited to our company.
1: And so the brave middle manager set off on her quest for workers from a fitting age bracket. She searched high and low. Gee, the middle manager said, I hope I can find just the right fit for our company. One day, She decided to evaluate candidates on their obedience to superiors. First, she tried a millennial.
0: I'm a very creative worker. I appreciate guidance and feedback, but resent micromanagement.
1: This worker is too free spirited, said the middle manager. Next, she tried a baby boomer.
3: I have many decades of experience under my belt. I hope my supervisors will value my input.
1: This worker is too set in his ways, cried the middle manager. Finally, she tried an automated program. Please input commands. I exist to serve you. Ah, this mindless automaton is just right, said the middle manager. Next, she decided to evaluate candidates on their affordability. First, she tried a baby boomer.
3: Well, I expect a
0: salary that will let me pay down my mortgage, maintain two cars, and send my grandkids through college.
1: This worker is too expensive, said the middle manager. Next, she tried a millennial. Honestly, I'm just looking for something that'll keep a roof over my
0: head. Maybe I can climb the ladder, put some money away, but that just
1: feels like a pipe dream right now. This worker is too desperate, cried the middle manager. Finally, she tried a program that could pose as a human to perform basic online customer service. I work 24-7 and cost almost nothing to operate. Ah, this chatbot is just right, said the middle manager, and she marched triumphantly back to Golden Lock's limited head offices. Good news, everyone, proclaimed the middle manager. Age groups don't matter now that I've found a machine to do their jobs for them. But Mr. Locks, or possibly Mr. Gold, said, Oh,
0: middle manager, we forgot to tell you, you've been replaced by a hiring
1: algorithm. Oh. It's cheap and unencumbered by ethical qualms around biased hiring. And the moral of the story is, we're all doomed. The end. What's that? You want me to kill for you? If you've followed politics in the last few years, the following news will come as no surprise. According to researchers, shit sucks.
0: That's right, Janet. The researchers looked at voting patterns in recent elections. Bizarre as it sounds, old people actually support sucky shit. Could it be that they themselves suck shit? Perhaps.
1: But what can be done about the silver menace? Workit attended a meeting of progressive political consultants as they tried to wrest the future away from these hopeless fossils.
0: How are we not the clear frontrunners in this election, Kat? We've got a plan to build housing, transit, green infrastructure, and jobs. Meanwhile, our opponent is claiming we'll sell Christmas to China, and he's
1: winning! It's the damn boomers, Tom. According to our polling, their top issue is that a sushi restaurant opened in town and whether, and I quote, that might attract the wrong element.
0: That's not even a type of racism I've heard before.
1: Our opponents received huge investment from the estate of Christie Blatchford to R&D new types of racism.
0: We've got no choice. On election day, we gotta distract the old people.
1: But how?
0: We'll need to bombard them with things they won't be able to resist just long enough to maybe, just maybe have one decent election result.
1: What about Golden Griddle glue traps?
0: CBC All Day Naked Curling Marathon.
1: A lazy boy that releases ketamine through the skin.
0: A nice piece of apple pie at the bottom of a pit.
1: Dawn Cherry Cam Show.
0: Where he's edging on saying slurs.
1: They'll be powerless to resist.
0: Grab the ketamine.
1: We got an election to win. We're back on the streets of downtown Westdale talking to people from different generations.
0: For our last question, let's find out what people think of millennials as workers. Here's Gen X.
1: Lousy, entitled, attention-seeking. Now a boomer.
0: Spoiled, rotten, heads buried in their cell phones. Let's try Gen Z.
1: So boring, full of themselves. The greatest generation?
2: Self-centered snowflakes. No sense of humor.
0: Generation Alpha.
2: I hate them. They're stupid.
0: Aren't your parents millennials?
2: Pumpkin spice latte ass narcissists.
1: The silent generation?
0: I unreservedly detest them. I shall enumerate my reasons thus. First.
1: Sorry, aren't you supposed to...
0: Right you are. I mean...
3: That was Corful Toad and the Rainbow Explosion with Milady Reeks of Asphodel. This is Fart Winslow. Folks, I want to talk about little Greta Thunberg. Have you heard about this kid? The one thing Greta proves is this kids today are so damn entitled. I'm entitled to air, I'm entitled to a planet. Wow, wow, wow.
1: Oh my God, Dad, this is so lame.
3: Sorry, folks, it's take your kids to work day. This is my SJW Zoomer stepdaughter, Tootie Winslow Sanchez.
1: You think we're entitled because we want a habitable planet? Damn right.
3: See, this eco-frico stuff shows you don't have the slightest understanding of economics.
1: Elaborate. If you went your
3: way, there'd be no jobs left.
1: (laughs) Elaborate.
3: Obviously, uh, there's a little thing called, uh, supply and demand, and what about markets? Can't forget those, and let's see, uh, Alan Smith.
1: Adam Smith. I
3: bet Greta hasn't read a word of Alan Smith, the founder of modern catapultism.
1: It's capitalism, Dad, you walking sinecure.
3: Catapultism is an economic system where goods enter the market widely and with force, as if via catapults. I hate you. And as we all know, Catapultism is the worst economic system, except for all the others. Wilson Churchmouse.
1: It's Winston Churchill, and he didn't even say that.
3: Enough chit-chat, we've got commercials to play. Some of us earn a living.
1: Need a hand with a computer
3: there? Hang on.
1: The mouse isn't plugged in, Dad. It's gotta
3: be one of these buttons.
1: God, this is just like with the TV remote.
3: Do I need to press the input button here then, too?
1: Is there a button that says input?
3: Hang on, I'll check. No.
1: So I guess you don't press input, do you?
3: There really should be an input button here. (sighs) Do I gotta plug the internet in or, or what?
1: You see this folder called ads? That's where the ads are.
3: Why do they gotta make these computers so damn complicated? Boy, if I'd been an inventor, I'd have cleaned up.
1: Gee, Dad, like your idea for a girl with a TV in the lid? Cut, cut.
3: You know, I'm still trying to get the patent on that.
1: Oh, right, you mean Cousin Trent didn't figure that out yet?
3: Look, Cousin Trent is working on the patent. He just needs more time.
1: Cousin Trent crashed his Firebird into the high school gym last week. His business acumen may be overstated.
0: Out now from Westdale App Developers, a social media app just for boomers. That's right, new from wad it's FaceBoomer. Now I know what you're saying, but Bill, my name's Bill, but Bill, isn't Facebook already 99% boomer drivel anyways? While most Facebook posts are fever dream fake news gibberish, sometimes a post slips through by someone under 50. With FaceBoomer, that's one post too many. But don't take it from me.
1: My children joined Bernie Sanders' communist death cult, and now they won't help me work the printer.
0: Or how about,
2: pervert George Soros turned Tom Brady twink, and now he won't
3: help me work the printer. And let's not forget
1: immigrants made Jesus illegal, and now they won't help me work the printer.
0: That's right, folks. It's Face Boomer, a kaleidoscopic nightmare of diseased imagination. Faceboomer Boomer. Out now. From what?
1: Howdy folks, Yolanda here from Millennial Trophies, where our motto is Everybody Gets a Trophy! I ran a race and came in ninth! You get a trophy! I got a C in math! You get a trophy! I'm goth! You definitely get a trophy! Founded in 2012, our mission is to give boomers something to write angry letters to the editor about. And boy has it worked!
3: Dear Newspaper, these Millennials want something for nothing. In my day, I'd drive my Ford Cancer to the soup factory, count soup for a week, and buy a house.
1: Thanks, Uncle Mort. So come on down to Millennial Trophies on Memorabilia Boulevard across from the haunted parking lot. Use the offer code at workitpod to get a free trophy with your trophy.
2: Vera, you said this fiber supplement would fix my bowel problems, but they're only getting worse. Hush, Roger. We're going
1: live. Oh, dear. Hello, my darlings, and welcome back to Roger and Vera's Nostalgia Show. Today, we're talking about how to keep the peace between generations at work.
2: Peacekeeping? Pshaw! Whatever happened to good old-fashioned imperialism?
1: Now, the news is full of millennials,
2: Gen Z, boomers. Boomers, bunch of no-good hippie reprobates.
1: And it seems that none of them can get along. Well, Roger and I have lots of experience here, isn't that right?
2: Kill them all, I say. You're supposed to stick to the script, dear. Oh, let's see here. Dadgummit, Vera, I lost my reading glasses. Oh, fine. Now,
1: puppets... Here they are. They were on my head, Vera. Now, puppets, Roger and I first met at work. Back in those days, the old guard and the up-and-comers were always at odds. For
2: starters, all these young fellows wanted to hire girls. Can you believe it? Girls at the
1: prostate factory? My first boss wouldn't allow tampon dispensers in the ladies' room. I I ripped out my uterus with my bare hands just to fit in. Always an impediment, that uterus. The older workers didn't like the young workers taking breaks. They thought we were sneaking off to get intimate in the pump house.
2: The diddle house, we called it. Been a while since we snuck out there, Vera.
1: We have running water now, Roger. We don't need a diddle house.
2: Oh, I can't get it up anymore anyway. Also, the young kids at the office were all on drugs. Oh, it's true. We youngsters did it all. Caffeine, tobacco, PCP. The older fellows stuck to licking toads. It was totally awesome. <laughs>
1: anyway, you might be wondering what we did to bridge that generation gap.
2: We got married! Roger's 37 years older than me, you see. It was win win. I got you
1: to lay off that PCP. And I sacrificed my career to tend house and pretend I didn't notice all those trips to the Diddle House with your secretary.
2: Wowee, she was something. Good old Prunella. Don't
1: worry about the age gap. I was a 24-year-old spinster by then and happy to accept the first offer to come my way. Aren't you going to add anything, Roger? Roger!
0: Uh, hey, Janet. This sketch goes on for... 17 more pages.
1: Oh! Ha! Another gentleman seems to have joined us.
0: I don't think I can do that horny old man voice much longer. Can we just stop?
1: Sam, you're breaking the fourth wall.
0: So what? It's not like anyone's listening.
1: Don't you know what happens?
0: This summer. Know what? What happens when the fourth wall...
1: Oh my god, it's coming for us.
0: ...breaks you?
3: The movie event of the year.
2: Help! The fourth wall's coming for us! This is
1: a really stupid bit. Oh no! Ah!
3: Starring Scarlett Johansson as The Wall.
1: Run for your lives! She's such a versatile actress! Ah!
3: Coming this summer. Well, not really, of course. This is... I mean, it's just a spoof. You know that, right? I mean, it's working. It's a it's a podcast. It's just a comedy show. <gasps> it's you. I I didn't mean to break the fourth. Ah! Oh no. It's hard to yell in voice over voice.
0: Well, there it is, folks. Episode 34 of Work It in the Can. Send it to the seniors and babies in your life. Send it to your large adult sons or your XL adult dads. Follow us. We're generation gapping out at, at WorkItpod and at spookymagLol on twitter.com. Fun for ages 9 to 99, but mostly 99. Work It is written, performed, and edited by Janet Mowat and Sam Alamang. Theme music by Quincis Moreira. Audio mastering by Alex Kilson. SpookyMag.com Remember, age ain't nothing but a
1: number. Four.